Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laura. Welcome, everybody. Joe here, and we are the American Grooves Radio Hour. We'll be here for the next hour for your listening pleasure, I hope. And tonight on American Grooves, we're going to be listening to songs from the early years of Black Broadway, the first African-American Broadway shows ever produced, some of the most famous, some of the most infamous, and some of the most obscure, starting around 1906 and going to about 1934. And let's start this off with a medley played by Warren Mills Blues Serenaders. Nobody really knows who that group was. But I believe the vocalists that will that you will hear were actually original cast members of the great show Blackbirds of 1928 with songs written by Dorothy Fields and McHugh. And here is a wonderful medley of that amazing show, probably the most famous of all the 1920s Black Broadway Reviews. Awful each time that we meet. It's just 
just a mouthful how that boy can cheat, but I must have that man. His heart is Hades, a lady's not safe in his arms when she's kissed. But I'm afraid that he's cooled off and maybe I'm ruled off his list. I'll never be missed. I need that person much worse than just bad. I'm half alive and he's driving me mad. He's only human if he's to be had. Oh, I must have that man. <laughs> This is an interesting disc. Besides being a wonderful medley of songs from that review that have gone on to be just classics of American music standards, I can't give you everything but love being being among them. I must have that man, uh, Bandana Babies. Most of these songs are recorded by Duke Ellington, and surprisingly. The other side of this 12-inch disc, which ran for a little over four minutes, was the Duke Ellington Orchestra, also under the name of Warren Mills Blues Serenaders. So that was a pseudonym. And the first take of this medley was, in fact, by Duke Ellington. But for some reason, it was rejected. They went back into the studio a couple of weeks later and basically a Victor, RCA Victor, who was the record label, a studio band re-recorded it, but there are voices of people that I believe were in that original show. Now, why would we focus on a topic like Black Broadway? Well, until Burt Williams and his partner, George Walker, dared to take their review outside of the confines of the black minstrel show and vaudeville and mounted a review on Broadway first around 1902, 1903. There was no such thing before that as a black Broadway show, be it a review, whatever, plenty of shows in small town theaters and tent shows and circuses, but not on Broadway. The color line was drawn back then, not permitted. African-Americans were not allowed in the theaters on Broadway, let alone to be having their own review. So in some small way, Burt Williams and George Walker broke that trend. And sadly, 
black patrons were still not allowed in those theaters, but at least some of the great talent from those years were permitted to perform on Broadway. And it doesn't sound like much, but this is monumental, folks. It really is. This is the beginning of everything to come. And that show was called, the show was called Into Homey. And it was an all-black cast, the music written by African-American composers, the music played in the orchestra pit by a black orchestra, and this was revolutionary. Only in New York could this happen, certainly not down south. Burt Williams and his partner, George Walker, they were made famous as masters of the cakewalk, which was a popular dance back in the 1890s. They were hugely successful in vaudeville. And Burt Williams, after his partner passed away, went on to be famous in his own right. He was the first African-American to appear in a all-white cast review. This was never allowed back then. Integration was not permitted until Burt Williams was hired by Florence Ziegfeld to be in the Follies of 1910. I think it's appropriate, since we're talking about Burt Williams, that we begin from the beginning. And here is a 116-year-old recording of Burt Williams singing a tune from, I think, his third Broadway show with his partner, um, George Walker. Walker is not on this recording, but it is from their show called Abyssin- Abyssinia. And it was from around 1906. It might have been one of the last shows that they did together before Walker became ill. He had syphilis, never recovered. He died around 1914. But here is Burt Williams, an original cast recording from 1906 from the Black Broadway show Abyssinia. Cross his eyes. 
Let it alone. Let it alone. You don't know the people, so let it alone. They know their business. Right, all right. Why, they practice that way every night. You go button in and then they'll bust your skin. You better mind your own business and let it alone. You're going to dance some now. That's my glide. <laughs> Don't go for blushing and putting on air and dipping your face in other people's affairs if you don't know. Say so, song about your business and let it along. As enormously successful as Burt Williams was, he had a record contract with the Columbia label from around 1905 until he passed away in 1922. As I said, through most of those years from 1910 on, he was with Florence Ziegfeld in many reviews. But even at that, even as successful as he was, he had to tolerate demeaning, demeaning actions and attitudes, such as him having to perform in blackface. He's an African-American man. He needed to make his skin blacker to be accepted on the Broadway stage. As I understand it, he wasn't allowed to mingle with the cast, even though people like W.C. Fields, who were also on the reviews with Burt Williams, became great friends. And Fields talked about his friendship with Burt Williams many times. Williams couldn't have his family members see him in the Ziegfeld reviews. It was a horrible thing. But we cannot take away from Burt Williams what he did for everybody, enriching them with his amazing talent. There are several films of him performing, mute films, uh, of course, because there was no sound films at the time. But you can see some of his amazing pantomime, his card tricks, one of his routines, two films, one at the Library of Congress and one, believe it or not, at the Museum of Modern Art that shows Burt Williams doing his famous cakewalk dance. But anyway, here's another important tune from the early Broadway review. Shuffle along. We'll tell you all about it after you hear Oh, 
Noble Sissel with U.B. Blake, composer on piano, great ragtime composer as well, from their groundbreaking 1921 show, Shuffle Along. Shuffle Along was the second wave of all-black cast reviews. It was written by Blake and Sissel with their partners, Miller and Lyles, who were comedians, And it was an enormously successful show at its time after leaving Broadway. It it started off modestly in a very small theater, then wound up touring the country for several years. And U.B. Blake went on to be a very, very old man. Uh, I actually saw him perform when he was 100 years old in New York with Vince Giordano's orchestra. He came up, I think it might have even been his birthday, and he came up and he sat down and he played a song that he had written in 1898, the Charleston Rag. I will never forget that. But Noble Sissel, vocalist, and U.B. Blake, Shuffle Along. And here is another uh, tune, actually a medley of tunes from that groundbreaking show. It's performed by Yubi Alone playing that great ragtime piano, and it's called the Baltimore Buzz Medley. Two tunes from Shuffle Along, 1921. Nowadays, 
say old-fashioned ways should give place to things that are new. But somehow I hold to things that are old. Perhaps it's an old-fashioned view. I love my old books, the corners and nooks of my old home and the old friends. Old memories, too, one love that is true, lasting all through life until it ends. I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart, and there it shall always remain. My love is like the ivy vine, clinging little closer all the time. Through the years, joys and tears, just the same. I've got that old-fashioned faith in my heart. No changes can tear it apart. If all the dry land changed the sea, it would never make any change in me. I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart. I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart. And there it shall always remain. My love is like the ivy vine, clinging little closer all the time. Through the years, joys and tears, just the same. I've got that old-fashioned faith in my heart. No changes can tear it apart. If all the dry land changed to see, it would never make any change in me. I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart. Old-fashioned love. Again, Cecil and Blake, this time singing that tune written by Cecil Mack and James P. Johnson, also another great ragtime stride piano player. But they wrote the music for a show called Running Wild, which came shortly after shuffle along obviously uh the black musical again was getting a lot of attention people were coming to the theaters so more of these reviews began appearing some of them lasted two weeks some of them went on and on and one of the shows that truly went on and on and you heard uh a medley from the blackbirds of 1928 but the blackbirds shows began in 1925 just about every year till about 1934. And in 1925, the show began on Broadway, wound up touring Europe with its great star, Florence Mills. Florence Mills, unfortunately, never made a released phonograph record, but apparently she was the queen. She was the great performer of the black Broadway stage, Loved by everyone. I think she was about 76 pounds soaking wet 
with a wonderful soprano voice, and she was featured in the Blackbirds of 25-26, the same show. They just kept it going and changed the year when it got into the next year. But Florence Mills, as I said, not only didn't make a phonograph record, but she didn't live past 1927. She died very, very young. She was the subject of popular tunes after she died. The death of Florence Mills is a new songbird in heaven, Florence Mills. And I got to be friends with another Black Broadway star by the name of Edith Wilson. Edith toured New York with a piano player named Little Brother Montgomery in the 1980s. And I got to meet her. I took her around to different night spots. That was a trip. That's another whole story. But she told me that she owned Florence's piano. It was given to her, willed to her after Florence passed away. And to that day, back in the 1980s, that piano was in Edith Wilson's home. I wonder where it is today. Since we don't have the voice of Florence Mills. What we do have are some tunes performed by the Plantation Orchestra in London. This was a African-American band with Johnny Dunn on trumpet. They recorded four songs from the Blackbirds of 1926, and here is one called Arabella's Wedding. This was sung by Florence Mills in the original show. Thank you. 
Marching down the aisle with you You'll make them all stare With a little black eye Stuck in your hair But you're the candy Mandy Won't you decide Everything is dandy Mandy Once you're my bride In a year or two there May be three of a kind Listen to me Mandy Make up your Make Up Your Mind, as sung by Eva Taylor, but Mandy Make Up Your Mind was originally sung by Florence Mills in the 1924 Black Broadway show, Dixie to Broadway. Now, Clarence Williams, who leads this band, besides having his wife Eva Taylor do the vocal that was originally performed on stage by Florence Mills, that band includes a very young Louis Armstrong. Maybe you recognized him blowing that amazing cornet. But that was 1924, Clarence Williams and his Blue Five with Eva Taylor. Mandy, make up your mind from that early show. That show predates Blackbirds of 1925 by a year and really set Florence Mills on her very short but amazingly successful path. Since we're talking about more obscure Black Broadway shows, here's probably the most obscure of them all. I believe it ran two months in the summer of 1927, and the book and music was written by Clarence Williams, who you just heard, and the show featured his wife, Eva Taylor, and it was called Bottomland. And I'm, I have two tunes queued up for you, but I think I'm just going to play one because we're kind of beginning to run out of time and there's still a lot of ground to cover. But here is a tune from that very obscure, short-lived show, Bottomland, and it is called Shoot the Pistol. <laughs> Thank you. 
am. And each day the situation gets worse. My mark of ham seems to be a curse. Oh, how will it end? Can't get a boyfriend, yet my only sin lies in my skin. What did I do to be so black and blue? What a musical lamentation from the 1930 show Hot Chocolates, originally sung by Edith Wilson, my old friend who I told you a little bit about earlier. But that version, that classic version you just heard, was by Ethel Waters. It was also covered by Louis Armstrong and several other people in 1930. Ethel Waters was a star of many Black Broadway shows. And I think we'll listen to a tune that she actually introduced in one of those shows. A show from 1931 called Rhapsody in Black and Blue. I believe the music was written by Joe Trent and Thomas Fats Waller. And this tune was covered by just about everybody. But this is the original cast version of You Can't Stop Me From Loving You. From Lou Leslie's Rhapsody in Black and Blue at the Waters. Oh, you great big brute. How you mistreat me. Oh, you great big brute. You can't defeat me. You can shower me with abuse. But you'll never shake me loose. Oh, you great big brute. You can browbeat me, but I'm telling you, it's no use. Say I get in your hair. Well, baby, I don't care. You can throw bricks at my window. You can put tacks in my shoe. You can sprinkle ground glass on my apple sass. But you can't stop me from loving you. You can put rocks in my pillow You can put sand in my stew You can be as aloof as the Chrysler roof But you can't stop me from loving you You can sneer at my devotion Be as mean as you can be Ridicule my great emotion But you're never gonna discourage me You can put locks in my cornflakes Tell me my brain's good as new You can laugh in my face When you trump my ace But you can't stop me from loving you You can put flit in my gargoyle Seal up your pockets with glue You can even throw fleas on my pecanese But you can't stop me from loving you You can go tell Walter Winchell Every darn thing that I do You can tear me to rags just to give him gags But you can't stop me from loving you You can cut up my umbrella Even put up thistle where I sit You 
you can make me take vanilla when you know I'm crazy about chocolate you can wear socks without garters carry lace and kerchiefs too you can smell of Chanel on your coat lapel but you can't stop me from loving you oh what a I go along, and please try and follow me. Single row. Double row. Heel and toe cross. Robinson, Bill Bojangles Robinson, as they called him, born in 1878. He went on dance until 1949 and was the star of Lou Leslie's Blackbirds of 1928, the most successful of the Black Broadway reviews of the mid-1920s. 
And Robinson, we all kind of know him if we grow up watching television. Shirley Temple, he was in The Little Colonel, the famous scene of him dancing up and down the staircase with Shirley Temple. Well, that routine, he actually carted around a staircase as part of his act. He featured it in vaudeville, and he featured it in The Blackbirds of 1928. And this is an interesting recording from 1930, um, Keep a Song in Your Soul, also written by Fats Waller. And Robinson, on this record, now, of course, there's no pictures to go with it, but he is demonstrating his dance styles with a hot band behind him showing you all his different steps and just hearing him tap dance. So funny. What a different world it was where someone could make a phonograph record, which is basically a dance lesson without having to see it. The imagination is a wonderful thing, folks. Well, we're really just about getting to the end of this week's episode of American Grooves Radio Hour. I'm Joe Lauro, and we've been listening to early recordings documenting songs and performers who were in the early, the earliest black Broadway reviews and book shows from 1906 to about 1931-32 all taken from the scratchy old 78s in my collection of records, transferred from the turntable onto my computer and onto the radio show for you. It's a lot of fun making these shows. I don't know what I'm going to do until right before I do it, but there's so many records here that there's really no lack of topics and recordings to play for you. And I certainly hope you've been enjoying my broadcasts. So we're going to leave you now with one last tune from the canon of black Broadway shows. And here's something again, a little bit more obscure, but I love it because it was a tune again, introduced by Florence Mills in Dixie to Broadway which was her big song from that show. And again, it's performed by Clarence Williams and his orchestra with very young Louis Armstrong blowing that cornet. I'm a little blackbird looking for a bluebird. Recorded on the OK label in 1924. So folks, have a great night. I'll be here next week, next Sunday night at 10 o'clock. Please tune in right here on WLIW 88.3 FM on your radio dial. And you know... You can stream the show right from the website, WLIW.org. And you could also hear a whole bunch of these shows wherever you get your podcasts. So good night, folks. Till then.
WLIWFM Southampton, 88.3 on your radio dial, and at WLIW.org, and all streaming formats.